I love it. <laughs> Heather, can you feel the freedom I- between your cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, can it's actually just so light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second Gemini season started, which was yesterday, I spent I had a, a diversion from my normal work day and uh, had to go to one of those like business fairs in West LA where we were like promoting the theater I work for at like one of those mm. market, you know, where you like have a table and you have your brochures and you're like trying to promote yes. your business. Um, oh, yes. which I thought was very Gemini because I was in this like space with all these other people and all these other businesses. I was talking to a lot of new people, you know, in the area, chit chatting. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I had a fun gossipy time with my friends at night. Um, so Sorry, yeah, I'm adjusting I, my chair. but I love air seasons. Oh my goodness. Yes. Like, I was going to say, Heather, you have to probably be, uh, kind of thriving. I, you know, it's only right. been a day, but I, I have a feeling I'm hoping <laughs> I'm going to be thriving. You're like in your element. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I so got my speak. final punch of like Taurus bullshit. You know, I say bullshit, but it's just really like financial stuff I had to deal with. And now I'm thinking, the, yeah. we're in Gemini, we're in air, it's light, it's about, you know. It's a little more flowy. Yeah, Earth can be a little heavy in the same way that I think that like water can. And then air and fire can both be a little lighter more free yeah yeah yeah. um not to say that like earth's really weighing us down but it's the whole like aspect to it right like the 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 grounding and the resetting the getting rooted kind of requires work it's a little more like work same with water when it comes around it's like okay there's a lot of internal stuff maybe yeah like mixing around inside that I got to kind of look at that's maybe a little uncomfortable that I sort of have to deal with but like it's important to have those elements um and then you get rewarded you move into like air or fire excuse um, me bless you um yeah yeah I just it does I feel I know it's only been a day but I do I feel a little lighter I feel a little looser yeah yeah just a little more like woohoo yeah yeah <laughs> and are you going on are you going out of the country during Gemini season because that's very Gemini it will be- it will be during Gemini season, yeah. Love that, love that. It sure will be. Yeah, yes. that fits. You think so, Heather? I do. Is it? Is this a time folks should be traveling? Yeah, yeah. They say, you know, Gemini is, uh, Gemini is like, I think like the pure energy of it is a little hard to describe because it's like, yeah, it, you know, it's learning, it's communicating, it's meeting mm. new people. It's it's very, you know, when you think of the third house, which is Gemini's house, it's they associate it with like early education. So it's sort of that feeling that you had like when you first started elementary school and you're in this new space with new people and sort of like learning how to socialize, learning how to process information and just like get along with people on a casual level it's also very associated with language and um yeah gossip and you know like the (laughs) the stuff that's happening in your immediate environment and then how you connect with others and stimulate your mind in that environment does that all make sense yeah no I was gonna say like I know Gemini can have the rep for being like chatty or talkative. Um, and my Gemini moon absolutely comes out during parties. And like, I love getting to meet new people and having like little convos and such. Um, but yes, I it's, and I know Gemini has the reputation 
for it's it's what is it it's finger in every pie is that sort of so to speak like gemini's really driven by interest and driven by like exactly like what you said like gemini likes learning Mm -hmm. new things it likes sort of absorbing new information especially i feel like when it pertains to gemini's like interest yeah um that's like obviously more on like a personal level um but yeah this time as like would you say heather this like gemini season in general is like maybe a time like for universal learning like is there something we as as a society may like learn or is it not always does it not always like work like on that what am I trying no to no ask no maybe? yeah I get what you're saying <laughs> I think that yes I I feel like whenever we're in a new season you know there's there's always something to learn right there's a need for as a collective as a society to to learn the lessons of that energy right. but uh what's interesting is that Gemini is it's all about it's really about the immediate environment so it's like that's why I think like gossip is a thing with Gemini because it's it's like Mm. it's about the social situations in your immediate environment it's about like your neighbors it's about you know um whereas Sagittarius its opposite Mm -hmm. sign is about more larger universal themes where you're it's also there's an emphasis on learning but it's more like learning about larger life philosophies um learning on a broader scale they they say like the third house which is gemini's house is associated with like early schooling then the ninth house which is the opposite sagittarius's deals with like higher education and college and like i philosophical studies and things like that so interesting maybe that doesn't answer your question at all but i think it's no no it it did yeah no it it put a lot into perspective for me uh, honestly and like it's always so funny because you're so right. Like the way Gemini sort of lines up, we're sort of towards the end of right when you were like in school or like personally the public school system. Yeah. You're kind of coming to the end of the year. Usually Gemini season is where like you're you're maybe still in school for a little bit. Right. But then you're also experiencing the first taste of like summer uh-huh. break. And always at the beginning of summer, you know, my ass loved sitting there and getting organized Mm. and doing a whole summer bucket list or just like a whole list of like goals and planning out sort of like all the things I was going to do that summer. And like, it's so funny because you get older and you realize how short summer really is. Yeah. And I was thinking I was spending a whole school year in it almost like with what I was planning. Right. Like it was just so funny. And then, of course, I was like never checking off enough on the summer bucket list. I was never didn't have the time um right. to do everything that I like wanted to do but I feel like that's so Gemini that excitement and that energy of like I gotta do it all and I'm gonna have all this time off to do it yeah it's just kind of that's like very funny of the timing that Gemini is in when I'm thinking when I'm relating it back to like growing up and like the school system and stuff for sure um, for sure yeah but yeah but with that it's ex- yeah I'm looking forward to like traveling during Gemini season because I was more thinking of like what a nice time to like yes to learn something new about my environment I'll be traveling to uh two countries I've never been to before so like ne- obviously I've been like absorbing a lot of information about those countries before I go mm-hmm. and then there's so many things I'm excited to like absorb while I'm there um and there's almost like a yeah I think it's like it's thrilling there's an excitement to it I've also though and correct me if I'm wrong Heather like I don't know if it's also just my Gemini moon but I I love learning I I, I can't like if pe- if we're all sitting around and we have a question and 
no one knows the answer to it, I am one of the first people to go to my my phone and be like, we have Google. Right. Like we 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 have to know the answer. We can't like it's crazy to me when people can just sit there like, eh, I don't know. And I don't need to. I'm like, what? This is going to keep me awake. And like that could be ADHD. <laughs> but like I do. I've always blamed it on like my Gemini. That's like, I got to know now. Yeah. We brought it up. Yeah. Like, a curiosity that like but yeah but it's so funny because I wouldn't say I was like a nerd and went out of my way to like learn about subjects I don't enjoy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I definitely was always getting good grades and things that interested me and then I was always found myself interested sort of in a lot of stuff um so I've always blamed my Gemini moon but then my Pisces sun makes it of course it feeds into that I would yeah, say yeah that yeah of like that well wanting to be well-rounded or wanting to experiencing sort of all of it right right, right um, totally so they've really fucked me up when they team up together um and I'm really trying to focus on something boring um yeah but yeah n- with that um real quick too Heather before I forget because it's Gemini season mm-hmm. and we and and I jumped right in <laughs> yeah because I'm all I'm do. all floaty I'm all airy I'm all chitty chatty over yeah, here yeah uh, chitty chatty bang bang, if you will. Uh, but folks, my con artist, my co-host, my con artist, <laughs> my co-artist, my co-con artist. Um, this this <laughs> podcast is a trap, folks. Uh, we gotcha. <laughs> you will be a believer whether you like it or not. Yes. Um, and you made it this far, so like truly, we have you. Um, but folks. Please give a round of applause for Heather Cunningham. Be honestly, if I had to, um, which is it, just if I had to give, if I had to give you a title, Heather, to what you mean to me astrologically, you're sort of my astrological Gemini. Um, you're the one I go to for all the information on this, oh, right? You're, I'm like, oh, Heather will know all the info. Heather's got her thumb in all the astrological pies, oh. right? Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. And I also would say you are my like, I know that we're going to get into this obviously with the charts, but Gemini, as we talked about being mm-hmm. the symbolism of the twins, mm-hmm. um, I would say you're, you're that for me in astrology. You're, you're my, my, my soul Gemini. We're kindred spirits say. for sure. Yes, for sure. Kindred Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in our own right. But similar yes. energies. Give it up for her folks. Aww. Heather Cunningham. Um, and I'm Miranda. Miranda Linsky here and I'll be having all the I'm a Gemini my own right we're both Gemini in the way Heather that you know so much about this subject you know a lot and you and I know that you still love learning about it though and you'll be the first to admit that there's always more you could learn Mm -hmm. right and in the same way that I'm desperate to learn everything you know and more uh so like we really are kind of Gemini twins in this in this astrology setting. yeah and I find that a lot of Gemini's really vibe with astrology um, I think because it's like a, a categorization system, I, yeah, it just, it makes so much sense. And it really is like a never ending, uh, there's, you, you never stop learning about it. Like, even when you think you've mastered it, there's more to take in. It's like really the perfect hobby for Gemini's. For um, Gemini. No, it yes. is. Yeah. The shout that out and to. surfing. <laughs> surfing. Go on. Yeah. I was just going <laughs> to. Go on, Heather, please. <laughs> My Gemini moon's showing. <laughs> Go on, I'll explain later. Shout out to um, 
Blair Bogan, I believe her name is, who I did a astrology art workshop with uh, over the, oh, over last summer, right? Or last fall. Um, and okay, it was a little fun. astrology summer camp. Yeah, it was really fun. And she's very, very Gemini. And she did a great job. It was the first time that someone other than my mom looked at my chart because each week she also oh. like looked at our charts and, and honed in on specific positions oh. and stuff. And so cute. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, but she does whole sign. I don't know if we've ever talked about this in the podcast. She reads charts in the whole sign system. So like the houses, the the normal way that I look at it, which is like tropical side reel astrology. um, The houses (laughs) aren't always perfectly lined up with the signs. But when you do whole sign, it lines up perfectly. And she was like, your stuff's in the eighth house of intimate relationship, like Scorpio's house. And I was like, oh, God, Mm. I, I don't know. But her interpretations were kind of spot on. So it's interesting. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, that's, oh, Heather. You're going to have to look into that. Yeah. I'm going to have to save you. Just kidding. <laughs> um, there are no wrong or bad signs. No, no. Unless it's Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, folks. But you know what's so funny? Scorpio would be the first to make that joke about themselves. Yeah. What I love about Scorpio is they're the first to, like, really own their their little darkness and that's why I love Scorpio because there's a part of me that likes really enjoys depth and dark pockets of things so like even though I might not wear it the way Scorpio does I definitely vibe with it I think on a level that Scorpio does if that makes sense and I love Scorpio can absolutely uh joke on itself which is why they're a fun little dark no it's true I agree I agree I love the Scorp uh, but that's fabulous so wait you did this was a workshop you did last summer yeah this was like I think right before we started the podcast. So yeah, like the tail end of summer. Um, and yeah, it was amazing. It, it, it really opened my eyes to the possibilities of things you could do with astrology. Cause she was originally in fine art. Like she graduated with a fine art degree and then, um, moved to LA and became really passionate about astrology. And so now she does these classes that are, meant to like each week we would make an art project but it was always based on a specific astrological point in our chart that she would talk about each week so like the first week she talked to all of us about our sun sign positions and like what that energy was like and then we had to make a project about the sun sign position um oh so it really was like like a like a little summer camp. Yeah, it was. How, and how like I connected it? with all these different artists from all over the world who were also interested in astrology. It was really cool. And that's Gemini as fuck. You said you did it during Gemini season? I last year. actually Or did you say she's a Gemini? They're a Gemini. She she has a lot of Gemini, yeah, and she's a Gemini. Oh, okay. Uh but it was uh I wanna say like last October. So Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, see, I, I said see. summer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know time anymore. As I get older. Well, still, it's... I was going to be like, that. It's, it's summer campus. Like, Gemini is summer campus fuck. Like, when I, when I think Gemini energy, it's summer camp. It's literally the timing that it falls mm-hmm. in our human calendar. Mm-hmm. We all know we made up. Um, but it's like the way it falls yearly, kind of sort of like annually, like that energy it brings. Again, it's so fun to... Uh, especially because we do this podcast every week um, and we're in, we're presently talking about the seasons as they're happening and sort of, it's just so fun, the energy they bring and how much that does like coincide. And again, I never grew up in seasons or really was around seasons, right. but now I'm learning to just sort of think of things more 
like in seasons also like symbolically yeah, energetically, that as yes, well. yes yes energetically even but especially now living in a living in a place with seasons like we I've talked about this before where you could feel the shift of the city change depending on weather and Gemini just does feel like such a summery it feels like a summer sign the every all the energy it encompasses is very sunny warm so and even if it's not so much chatting or socializing on that level like throwing a party getting together for an organization totally, for an event, totally. summer camp yes, right there's yes. this unity with gemini of bringing people like like people together uh-huh. uh, connecting on differences connecting on likenesses mm-hmm. like there's a celebratory aspect to gemini of like the human experience it feels like and how important it is to remember that we are social beings yeah yeah and then it's like of course you do that in summer because you have time off and right. you get to just like so play exactly and gemini loves playing it does i love i know that's like my favorite thing about gemini is that it's a little bit mischievous and playful like i it love is. i love that side <laughs> of it i love that side of christian <laughs> with his gemini rising <laughs> anti cohen on all the bravo reunions i just i love it that's so funny yeah i have my little mischievous you do too for, for sure. sure um and so does my my partner oh right he's, a Gem- he's gemini to a t oh uh, respectfully um <laughs> <laughs> but he is he has mischievous moments i love that that he like gets off I, like i love his playful side yeah it's, gemini's really so fun when it taps in. Yeah. Now, Heather, before we get into these charts, I have to go a little more, or I have to ask you a little bit more about the symbolism of the Gemini twins. I know that we kind of just joked a little bit about we're like our Gemini twins to each other, but like, yes. Is this something that we see in Gemini? Is this something that occurs? Is it just the symbolism? I find it fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's um I I feel like I never think about the twin aspect to Gemini until I'm reminded of it. But yeah, it's it is there's a duality component to the Gemini energy. And like I said last week, listening to Molly McCord, she's bringing up that Gemini season might bring up two options or you have to make a decision on two different things or, you know, uh, so, uh, yeah. And it's symbol, it's glyph is twins. And, you know, for, I know that a lot of people who are Gemini's, especially celebrity Gemini's, especially like Kanye West love to talk about how like they have, you know, two the good and the evil side. And I'm like, okay, but you're not Scorpio, but like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I guess it's different. I mean, the, well, the thing about Gemini is that it's so freaking adaptable mm-hmm. and it brings us back to that, that how I was talking about the immediate environment. Like I also think Gemini is the sign that is very able to adapt to whatever the immediate environment is. And it's, it's, uh, it is, it's very adaptable. It's very flexible. It's like not, it's not like Aries that has a, a clearly defined personality. I think Gemini can sort of wear many hats. Right. Does that make sense? And this is why it gets like Gemini. I know as I understand always get sort of the bad rep in astrology of being two-faced and because it's like the twin symbolism or sort of like Mm -hmm. the exactly there's like I know that Gemini kind of gets that bad rep and I 
I think before I started getting more into astrology was always kind of like, oh, and then getting closer to Gemini's and sort of understanding the sign more um, and understanding my fucking self and realizing I'm Gemini moon. I realized it's exactly what you said, Heather. It's not so much that Gemini's are like two faced and fake in that sort of sense. It's that they're just like exactly they're really good at putting which face that better suits them in whatever situation forward. Yes. Um, and yeah, like you said, yeah. they're just very able to adapt. It's it's truly a gift, honestly. I think so. I think so for sure. But yeah, the 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 duality, the twin thing is is interesting. Like, yeah, I I'm curious. I guess for you as a Gemini Moon, if you feel like pulled in opposite directions sometimes, or like if I don't know, it's interesting. I feel like I haven't thought about it enough to be honest. It, it's air. So, and it's adaptable and it's social and it's, but yeah, I, I, I guess like in celebrities, like, like Kanye, you can definitely see like a split in the personality a little bit. Yeah. It is interesting. I did not realize Kanye was a Gemini, um, until right now. So many rappers, like literally think of a rapper. They're probably a Gemini. That makes a lot of fucking sense. So much sense. Like, your, Good yeah. with your words. Like language, Witty, exactly. It, yeah. It's all about language. Uh-huh, Rhyming, uh-huh. Being they a... usually have swagger. Yep. Gemini's cool, usually. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because kind of what you said, Heather, too, and again, like, I know I have, I know that the, sometimes the placements of the signs in, in, in their certain, like, degrees or, like, your moon, it, a Gemini moon doesn't always mean a Gemini sun, right? And, like, right, very but different, yeah. there's still a lot of similar qualities and aspects that are there, right? And it is so funny because... Yeah. I again, like I said, I think the fact that I have Gemini and Pisces, those two really enable each other in me sometimes. It's really hard yeah, for maybe my Pisces to fight yeah. against my Gemini when my Gemini just wants to play or just wants to like it's really right. easy for my Pisces to be like, okay, <laughs> if that's how we're feeling. And I'm like, no, Taurus, get in there, fucking parent them, do something. Where there are no chaperones in here. No, I'm just kidding. But like, that's what I just more mean by like, I think my Pisces sometimes can be very like, okay, Gemini. Yeah. Like in a way that I'm like, okay, well now we didn't get anything done, but we had fun. Boy, did we have fun today. Um, But anyways, um, and then it's just hard for me to be mad at them. (laughs) Anyways. I I feel like Gemini (laughs) and Pisces are, I don't want to say, I want to be careful and I don't want to like make any sweeping statements, but like, I feel like ADHD is, is like, like what ADHD is, is very, uh, on point with Gemini and Pisces energy. Like, I, I, I don't know. Gemini is just constantly thinking. It's just, I mean, and Gemini is like the ADHD sign, right? right? And like, like when I, I think I about that's, okay that, to that's totally fine to say Heather, because like, again, I think a lot of, I think more people are, are frustrated with my ADHD than I am with it. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so many times I'm like, I wouldn't have said that fucking banger of a joke in class had I not had no fucking self-discipline to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> and like, there's times I'm like, yeah, like I think, you know, I've gotten older and I just trust myself. I know that I'm never trying to like anything off the dome. I'm not intentionally trying to be mean or I'm not intentionally trying to like oh, of um, offend. So I've gotten to a point where I trust myself and I will, I think I've sort of, and it, it, being a comedian, being a stand-up joke, sometimes a lot of times it is the my first initial like thought or reaction that leads to a joke. And there are times I'm very grateful for it. Specifically, I think with what I 
love to do on the side, uh, like, you know, what, what I really would love to do in terms of, in terms of performance. I really enjoy the writing yeah. aspect. And I think like there's yeah. times I'm very grateful of like the false confidence, my ADHD Gemini moon fucking Pisces sun gives me, um, because I, while I do think a lot, writing is such a component of like helping that process and clear a lot of that. So mm. that like, I'm not just blurting out stupid shit or I'm not just like, right. I'm able to sort of like conduct something into a joke or what have you. But like, yeah, just you, you reminding me that so many Gemini's could be like rappers or like, I'm sure like writers or I'm sure comedians will find. And I know we've already like looked at the list a little bit, but like, yes, there's times I'm grateful for it. And, but like there's times it's really led me astray. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But well, I'm old enough now to hone thing, it, yeah. I guess, is, was my whole point. Maybe. Maybe I I'm think not. it's uh, – no, I think it's fun to be that way. I don't know. I'm reading Paris Hilton's book, and the whole introduction is about her ADHD, and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know if I have ADHD. I probably do, but well, – like everything, I, I, think I, I think it's it would way be... more on a spectrum than we realize. Not that I'll go down that yeah. rabbit hole, and I definitely, regardless yeah, of yeah, if, yeah. if you have actually have it in a way that you, like, need medication for it, everyone, I'm sure, has experienced ADHD moments. Just, like, you don't have to, like, be diagnosed fully with depression to have depressive episodes or moments I just think that that's a little like even if you don't have ADHD is what I'm saying like everyone has experienced an ADHD moment for sure yeah I'm sure because a lot of the components of ADHD are just like very normal like human yeah also I just don't I think not to get tangent tangent e Heather but like I do just think the way that society has like made it like not this is how you do a nine to five and you sit at your desk and you punch out and you punch out work until you literally punch out on the clock and then like blah 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 I don't I do think there's a lot of like issues with that just for even a regular human brain (laughs) like I just think that like yeah I want to say I read a study that was like optimal focus for a human is like 40 minutes until you need a break like you're not focusing like it doesn't matter and I was always like my classes are two and a half hours long what do these fuckers want from me like I just remember always being so angry at how long it felt like class was when I was like we literally have science backing this it's not just me anyways yeah so like regardless but yeah I think as you can see (laughs) I co-host a podcast my Gemini moon's really working for me over here (laughs) <laughs> it is. I'm jealous. I wish I had some Gemini. Uh, Gemini and Sag are in their opposites are always the energy uh-huh. that I'm like, oh, I could use a little bit of that. Well, that's so funny that you say that because I've always felt like I love being surrounded by Sag because Sag is just always down. And I wonder if it like brings out Gemini's fun side. Um, oh, I think when so. At war, sure. Gemini's at war and Gemini's like, no, I shouldn't. Sag is there like, yeah. but why not? Like, why wouldn't you though? Right. Life's literally way too short. Um, yeah, exactly. And that's always why I fed into that energy. Because I'm like, yeah, that is what I want to say. I just debate with myself though. <laughs> right, right. No. You're, you're too um, mental. Yeah. You're, you're in the mental Gemini sense. I think Gemini can really spiral. I think Gemini can really think a lot. And so can fucking Pisces and so can my ADHD. But, um, <laughs> and this coffee. But my point is... <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I just, again, what a beautiful, if you, before we move into the charts, Heather, just going, mm-hmm. like, what would you recommend? And I know we'll talk about this more in closing too, but like, is this on the horizons? Is this like, a, is this a time to reach out to people? Is this a time to get chatty besides just like traveling as well? Like, is this a time to really hone in on like human, human connection in that socializing quality time talk, whether it's talking on the phone or just like spending time together or just like getting out of your environment and into a new one, like we should be feeding into that, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's a great time to be open 
to Mm. new conversations and new social opportunities. Like if you get invited by to a party by a new coworker, go to like say yes, like have fun with Mm. it. And yeah. And, um, yeah, talk to new people. You you might even have situations where you are like stuck on a train and you get into a conversation with someone and it ends up like really teaching you something or or Gorgeous. you end up talking to that neighbor that you've never talked to or um they also say Gemini rules like siblings. It's uh, Gemini it, it really I I feel like I'm saying like so many different things, but that's, that's kind of the thing Gemini, of Gemini, honestly. right? It's like it's a but, very complex yeah. sign. It is. For, for being the third sign, I really do feel like it is pretty complex. Um, but but yeah, I think you should embrace the social and embrace especially new social experience, experiences. Oh, I um, and just like curiosity. <gasps> like take a new class? Take a new class. Mm. Perfect time to take a new Sign class. Sign up for like a new hobby to, or yeah. For put, sure. Like yeah, take it. up a new yeah. study. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And we'll get more into that. But I just, um, I'm, yeah, I'm really feeling the Gemini energy. I'm like ready for some fun. Um, I'm feeling lighter. Um, I got invited to three parties next weekend, which is like, a little less socialized. Yes. You're already planning the the fits, I imagine. I am. I am. (laughs) Your Leo's already like, "Mm, we're going to, we're going to absolutely slay in this one, murder in that one. Got to wash my hair this day to prep for that day. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh, what a time. What a time to be alive. This Gemini season. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right, Heather. And with that, shall we get into our little twin charts? These. Yes. Speaking of the literal Gemini twins, it's very fun that we decided to do these just because of the symbolism of Gemini. And just because these bitches are fucking iconic. 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 Heather, would you like to do the honors? Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I was so obsessed, so obsessed with these girls growing up. So obsessed. Mm. Uh, and I think I speak for many people when I say that. You do. Um, the icons, the twins, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. The ones and onlys. I mean, please. The ones and onlys. Please. Um, yeah, and it's interesting that uh, there's a lot I want to say, but yeah, it's it's interesting. So they're they're both Gemini's, they're twins, according to Astro theme or Astro Deans, rather. They're born only two minutes apart, wow. and I'm like, is that even possible? Like, does the vagina sustain for that long? Like, it, I think can, it is. I mean, I think I think weirdly it it like I want to say I've heard of twins being that born that fast, perhaps, but like it also is like I hear what you're saying, like. It's like, that's why it's so fast. It's like, they're just both kind of fighting to get out. And that's why it's one behind the other. But I don't, I, yeah. I'm not the one to ask. I would imagine yeah. it would be so fucked up to have to sit there and wait to re-dilate again. So I do that's imagine true. it's pretty that's like, true. we'll have to ask some twins we know. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. wow, two, anyway, like truly so- two minutes apart. That's wild. Yeah, and the charts are basically identical, and this brings up a whole discussion that we can get into about like how, how that works uh, energetically and astrologically, and how twins in real life often tend to be very different, but they have like the same charts, mm-hmm. and I think that that's an interesting debate. But before we get into that, um, yeah, the so they're both Gemini's, uh, Virgo Moon, Leo Rising. Ah, uh, there it is. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because obviously, like, they were kind of thrust into performance. I mean, they were put on Full House when they were infants. Like, do you really know you love it when it's all you've ever known? Is always sort of the weird thing with child stars. It's it's always sort of a weird psychological, like, fuck of, like, how would you know if you really wanted to do this? You, You did it when you didn't have a choice. So it's, yeah, I hear you. Sorry, go on. Totally. And it reminds me of um, John Benet Ramsey, who I also feel like in a lot of ways, like didn't have a choice. I know bless RIP. Um, but John Benet, I think is a Leo son or has Leo rising or has some Leo She's placement. Leo. And it's like interesting that even when they don't have the choice that they like have that Leo signature in their chart, it's like, they're still like kind of meant to do it to carry out this yeah. energy, whether they, it was their choice right. or not. Um, but I have to say, I, I mean, I love Mary Kate and Ashley to death. I love their work. I still watch their old videos and obsess over it. But they are not, they don't give face the way like a lot of Leo people do. Like I, I attribute like the ability to express facially as a Leo trait and the Olsen twins do not do that. Yeah, I hear just like, God bless you them. Like they don't like, need any yeah. like expressions. At first I thought you were saying like they don't yeah, give face like, like because they're never they're always like they're never in like the limelight or they're always trying like I you know there was a time that used to be at first I thought that's what you were saying and then I realized oh she's talking about literal face and like no giving face yeah like expression emotion yeah literally one of your compliments to me Heather from my short film was Miranda you're giving face and that's when I knew I really did something special (laughs) sorry you give face I hear what you're saying now I'm on the page <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the the Olsen twins, they don't give fierce, they don't give fa- I mean they give fierce in their like when they're like smoking cigarettes in New York City wearing when giant coats acting, and just like when they're not when they're not kind of when they are just like being themselves. And yeah, I totally like, yeah. yeah, it's so hard to think that we really know them because truly whenever they're really I would love to be like a fly on the wall and really see them relax and put a guard down They've been raised mm-hmm. in media training for so long. They were such a like very I know they weren't quite Disney kids, but they basically were. They had so, you know, when they were punching out those like I had so many Mary Kate Nash Olsen VHS tapes from like their movies and right? they're like in the sing the sing-alongs and all this and that. Mm-hmm. And then I w- there was so much like the last thing they really ever did was in a New York minute. Is that what it's called? I think yeah. so. It's like the yeah, last right? thing they really did, which like minute. iconic. I love it. Um, yeah. but yeah, it just is like, it's got, it, it, it's, it's just, I can understand where they kind of almost got that like Disney wash about them where they're almost, they're just sort of not allowed to be humans. And they had so much media training so young. They were so famous, so young that you sort of can't escape that, um, in a way that I'm just like, do they even know how to be humans in front of the media? And that's why I'm like, I want to like see them in their house like when no one's around sort of like a real fly on the wall because they deserve to let their guard down and it's like the world's Mm -hmm. a little different today we have way more empathy and understanding with child stars than we used to and yeah I don't know yeah it does I do wonder how much that is that that plays effect on their like I want to see what these Leos are behind closed doors is my point because it's there it's in the chart Totally. And it's interesting, too, though, because Virgo moon, I'm learning, I feel like Virgo moon can be a very controlled energy. Mm. So like Leo, I mean, Leo's kind of controlled, too, in that it's fixed. And I feel like it's not necessarily the spontaneous performer as much as it is like the rehearsed, like, I know how to give face performer. But Virgo 
Virgo's like kind of controlled. Virgo Virgo doesn't let its guard down easily, mm-hmm. I think. I, I don't know. Um, so it's interesting that they have that too. I would agree. I feel like Virgo's always house. kind of like you have to almost prove yourself to Virgo. You don't just like sort of get when it comes to like respect or even like trust or so much like I think Virgo is sort of it, it's and I do wonder how much of it is it's like earthness and it's kind of like not that you have to like prove yourself but more that it takes time for a Virgo to sort of like be sold on something or someone it, it is like yeah. a, there's some there's a kind of a natural resistance to getting too close too fast sort of, so to speak yeah I, I mean wrong. it's also just like I feel like it's like the least messy sign of the zodiac you know when you think like it's just not not interested in being in 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 a mess yeah Yeah. it's just it's a little bit more controlled no i hear you um i hear you so so that's good and i i I see that with them i feel like they they're not even if like i feel like they get a a reputation for having like a messy exterior i don't their presence and their personalities don't seem messy to me at all it seems very like they're composed and they yeah because which well and it's like the one i just remember the media being so fucking mean and really coming out is it mary kate who had the um eating disorder I, don't I know. think it might have been. But I do remember like, which, when like, that was a yeah, topic. And everything for it. Ugh. Like, truly, I think, I don't know if she ever, I don't want to say it's something that she ever really, like, publicly spoke about. But then they'd, like, be in interviews, and interviewers would be like, so what size are you? And they'd have to, like, you could tell that they, like, didn't want to outright say, like, like, they're tiny girls. They are just tiny girls. Yeah. And even, I think, Ashley... Yeah got defensive of Mary Kate and was like, well, we're very short girls. People don't realize like you get, but it's also just like, don't fucking ask them their size. Like, don't I like know. they the really fuck? grew up in a time where it was still sort of the wild West. And it's not like we've learned a ton from that, but like, I just couldn't imagine I, an interviewer today would get fucking slammed for that. And it would be viral mm-hmm. and it would be bad news. And now it's like, mm-hmm. we didn't really come for interviewers then like the way we do now. Um, Anyways, and so they just got a lot of shit from the media in that way. But then also Elizabeth Olsen, like a paparazzi says this to her. There's like a viral clip of a paparazzi being like, why are you why are you so much nicer than your sisters? And she's like, because you've been bothering them their whole lives. And it's like, I yeah, I can also I'm sure there's some pent up resentment and like in in a natural as they deserve child star way yeah and then they got shit for not returning to fuller house there was like a like the opening episode of fuller house when they did the whole reunion like there's like a moment where the cast breaks the fourth wall and like looks directly into like the camera and is like um i forget michelle it's michelle tanner i think in the show is who mary kate and ashley play and they're like right it's someone's like, where's Michelle? And it's like, she's in fashion school. Couldn't be bothered to come down from New York. And they all like look into the camera and that it was so Weird. fucking cringe. It just like didn't like play well. Yeah, ew, I don't like that. Because it also made me more like, what the fuck did y'all do to these girls to make them not want to come back this, this like hard, but also they truly have been in the limelight since in a New York minute. And you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Totally. It made totally. me sort of more I, think about the cast and how they were treated and just like their trauma with being child stars and like. 
Yeah. No wonder they didn't want to ever do anything again. They like, by all means, make your fucking millions, ladies. And like, absolutely cash out on your fashion. Right. They still have yeah. a brand, uh, a clothing brand. Other? Sorry. I want to say they I do. I just don't think it's called Mary Kate Ashley anymore. I want to say they do have a clothing yeah, brand that's called like something else. But I used to have a little yeah, Mary Kate Ashley right. purse. I would have a little Mary Kate oh. Ashley accessories. I loved, loved yes. big fans of Mary Kate Ashley. Um, and yes, now I'm a big yes. fan of Elizabeth too. Um, anyways, yeah, yeah. Go on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's crazy. I, the thing that about them that has always astounded me is that they were like, what billionaires at age like ten or something yeah. owning a production company? Yeah. Like, can you imagine like your life story happening that way, where like the pinnacle of career success happens when you like don't even know how to do long division? Yeah, dude. like, and then and then of course you want to spend the rest of your life just chilling, like. I don't blame them. Anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't blame them. And then it is just a bummer because I would just love to see more Mary Kate and Ashley in that capacity. It would just be so fun. But yeah, it's like exactly. Yeah. They probably got to an age and realized we don't want to do this. Like we just always kind of had yeah. to because how do you get yeah. out of something like this when you're exactly famous at 10? Um, and they're yeah. twins and people always love twins, just like people always love Gemini. Um but something mm-hmm. else that I was just looking up or that I, I like went down a Mary Kate and Ashley rabbit hole recently. And it was like, I think it was because of that Elizabeth Olsen viral clip of her being like, oh. because fuck you guys. What do you mean? Why aren't, why aren't they nice to you? Um, and she's like, or just when I went down this clip, there's an interview where Mary Kate and Ashley are like something that I, I really feel like they did not come from parents who were really pushing maybe sort of like the pageant parent or like, you know, the stage mom, I, because yeah. they really, or this is just more of like the story they, that's more told. I'm not really sure. Obviously would love, there's gotta be docs, right? Like Olsen family documentaries, something I'll find one. There's gotta be something, but yeah, didn't the mom like fall into it? Like she like bringing the kids in for the full house casting. Is that what you were about to say? Oh, like, it wasn't like she sought it out. I oh, think I remember like that she, like someone approached her. Yeah. Like I think someone approached the mother about it. I want to um, say they were they just needed like babies. chill and like normal. And then yes, it yeah. was more of like the opportunity presented themselves to them specifically because of Mary Kate and Ashley. And yes. And yeah. then with the whole like, um, just them being twins and when you're really like it you'd be shocked at how many shows did this back in the day um with a lot like and zach and cody got started on friends they play like um they play ross's son ben and then it's like twins that they can swap out if one's tired or one's cranky and in big daddy with adam sandler right aren't they it's one actor so it's like oh it's kind of a lot more common than i like ever realized but then it's like it's not that common to become fucking mary kate and ashley olsen when you realize just how common it is to have like twin kids or whatever um yeah but anyway um but something they say in an interview is how adamant their parents were about, like, if you don't want to do something, you don't have to. Like, and I want to tie this back into just sort of, like, where their trajectory has gone. Like, I, watching this interview, it really made me, like, this is maybe why we don't see Mary-Kate and Ashley, like, flailing right now. Because they didn't stay into a career. They didn't, they weren't just trying to, up. they were able to get out when they did. They said no yeah. when they, when it was, like, the right time for them to say no to it. And got to more take a chill 
backseat in terms of owning a fashion empire and like making money from that because they talk about this in the interview how adamant their parents were about specifically their father being like no is a full sentence like apparently he engraved that in them very young like no is a full sentence you don't have to explain yourself past that and I like apparently like said that to them as they were children and working on set and I think like it makes more sense I could totally have this story wrong in terms of their upbringing but like I really yeah I want to say they're not nepo babies like their family was not just like in it for the money it was always something that like yeah I don't think and that's got to be I think that's huge when you're a child star if you to have parents like that um and then especially just like if you're rooted in reality it's probably easier going back to it you know like for child stars who are born nepo babies or it's truly all they know they and i'm not saying mary kate and ashley olsen probably have memories from when they were normies but like there's a big family i want to say it's not just even mary kate and elizabeth like there's some brothers i think they have a brother yeah i want to say there's maybe like five kids total wasn't yeah didn't they have their brother in one of their like Uh, elizabeth olsen is uh, in one of and is in their like little clips and stuff yeah yeah brother for sale was her brother in that only 50 cents that's so funny (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like i there's got to be something really nice about and again in that gemini way you get to have this career in the limelight and make a lot of fortune and low-key be able to support your family as like the young, like as children of it but then to still have their family rooted in reality that's got to be the duality mm-hmm. and that balance like it just doesn't shock me that mary kate and ashley have the option to sort of step out of this shit and like i don't blame them and i think who knows it's never really a child star's fault it's really complicated it's not black and white but like i'm just happy we, we're not really watching them like I mean, Aaron Carter just died. Like that's, I guess, I guess I'm more thinking of like that. And like, it's almost a more amazing to me that that doesn't happen to more child stars. Um, right. and also Aaron's car, Aaron Carter's family, parents, I don't think were the best. Um, so to speak in that way too. Yeah. And I just feel like a huge reason we're not seeing the Olsen twins, like completely making, yeah, completely just, you know, disappointing us in like a, oh my God, this is so sad sort of thing. Like, yeah. And they're still alive and they have an incredible fashion empire still like, yeah, it's really, yeah, that's gotta be rooted in the normalness that they're anchored from. Perhaps I'm not sure. I should have looked into it more before we started recording. (laughs) I'm like realizing I've said in my very, in a very Gemini way, I've been like, I don't know. I'm going to say this really profound thing, but also I'm going to let you know, I don't really know. (laughs) I feel like Gemini does love being like, here are the facts. I think. (laughs) Some facts. This is what I heard on the street. This is like, yeah. Um, Oh my God. That's funny. But yeah. Yeah. Well, the chart is interesting. Um, Pluto, which is the planet of like, you know, power but also uh fate in a lot of ways Mm. it's like the sole purpose it's not one of the personal planets it's the last planet pluto for them is right on the ic and opposite the midheaven um which i think says something about how they were just kind of like thrust into this position of power 
um, and how it affects the home life also Mm. like, like family, because the IC, we were talking about the descendant last episode, the IC is one of the other. So, so like the IC is right in between the ascendant and the descendant at the bottom of the chart. Sorry. I just scrolled yeah. all the way down to finally look at the chart like with you. I was reading their their top three. And well, I, and I was also just kind of looking at the picture while you were saying that. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that Astro theme just uses one picture. <laughs> I'm like, which one is that? <laughs> um, Heather, look at this fucking chart. Like, could it yeah. be more Gemini? It's it's it, I think it's hitting all every everything. It, it like literally hits yeah. everything. I've never yeah. seen a chart like this. Yeah, there's only a few empty houses. Like literally, second, it looks. Like, oh, you're right. There are just a couple, but it literally. I was like, everything has been hit. But you're right. There's one. Yeah. Two, three. No, I mean pretty much everything. Four. You could argue that the tenth has the midheaven in it. Yeah, I mean. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's a really interesting chart. Like I, I hesitate to get too into it because I, I feel right. like a lot of our listeners are beginners and I don't want to And if just, you can't like, like look at things. it with us, it's a little, and like, and yeah. we will post this online for our beginners yes, just so yes, you can yes, get yes. some practice and you can see what we're seeing yes. so that that is to come. But yeah, no, this is just like, I've been, I, when I say I'm looking at this chart for any of our beginners listening, I have no idea what I'm looking at. I just do <laughs> know at this point though, that like, I see what Heather talks about when she's like, it's a top heavy chart or it's a bottom heavy chart right. um, because of the way a lot of like, when you're looking at a birth chart, just the way the lines are connected, like you just, you get, they, mm-hmm. it physically shows you where things enter, where there are placements. Yeah. God, what's, I'm like, what's right, the right, term right. placement? Yeah, yeah. This, I've never seen a chart like this in all the episodes we've done, Heather. I don't, I mean, maybe I have and I just forgot, but like this could not yeah, no. be more full. Like it's just, yeah, there's not it's an very dynamic spot on it. Mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm. God. Very spread out. It's not a, not a clumpy No, line. it's so Gemini. Yeah. Sorry. It, I, it yeah, no, you're right. That's a good jaw point. Jaw drop to see it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're totally Go right. On. It's yeah, no, there's a lot of interesting things. I mean, without getting too uh, complex and wordy, it, it, I think the Pluto right on the IC opposite the Midheaven, like the you know the Midheaven is like career and public persona, mm-hmm. so the IC is like home and family and the more intimate emotional parts of your life. And the fact that Pluto, that planet of power and fate, is right on the IC opposite the Midheaven, like mm-hmm. you know playing with that axis, I think is really interesting and then uh saturn in the fourth is interesting too oh but then it trines venus so like saturn the planet of restriction being in the house of like home life Mm. um is interesting too but it it could also play out i think like saturn is often where you look for where you have career stuff and so it's interesting that the planet of career is in the fourth house of family and uh yeah wow so very interesting these dynamic duos what this dynamic yeah, they, duo <laughs> they really yeah. this is what i'm saying i would just love to be a fly on the wall behind closed doors yeah. they because they, they are um but again i think this is from years of learning their lesson and just not sort of trusting the media and the paparazzi anymore like oh. i don't blame them for being a lot more closed up or like obviously yeah i'm not a paparazzi so their behavior isn't mean to me it's like no no shit to me but um yeah and I'm not trying to rile their sister but um yeah it just really 
it's sad that I feel like the Olsen twins are as closed off to us as they are because looking at this chart, it, there's so much to it. There's so many dynamics. I want to know their thoughts and opinions on things and it's probably just been beaten out of them to stay out of shit because yeah, of the, their childhood being in the... And again, that might honestly be the best of both worlds for them. Like, they got to still do this career. It really allowed them a lot of freedom and money to then get the fuck out. I don't know. Like, it yeah, really... Yeah, I don't blame them and I, I love them. Oh, not at all. I really love them. Me too. I hope they write like a memoir yeah, right? in 10 years or you know when when it's comfortable for them yeah. I, I would love that and they're so supportive of elizabeth it's the fact that you know Aww. these olsen twins you know how badly hollywood would eat that shit up you know how much money an olsen twins like movie this late in the game would do like do you know how many fans would turn like it would be insane they could really cash in on an Olsen twin movie. And it just oh, they, really yeah. seems like it's not passionately what drives them. You know, their fashion empire yeah. is something they still get to work together on and get to share together and get to have full control over and get to just like be in the powerhouse seats of. And then they go out of their way to support Elizabeth. Like they go out of their way to be at her like award show appearances and like her movie screenings and uh, I forget she's younger because she is so much taller than them. It's really funny. They literally mm. look identical. She really looks like their triplet, but like she is just so much taller and she's the younger sister. It's really funny. Um, yeah. But they could not be more supportive of her career. So that's how you also, I feel like, just know that it's like, yeah, they're constantly reminded of like the p aspect of their career that they did walk away from and leave behind. Um, and they could, yeah. they could totally cash in and do something like that. And it's, they could. It really, and they could have absolutely returned to Fuller house for the check. And like, I just feel like there's so much beneath the surface of Mary Kate and Ashley. Like it's a lot more. And that's, what's so fun about Gemini is that it can have this outside air of like very mm -hmm. surface level. And then you get to like, you have a meaningful conversation with a, with a Gemini and you find something out about yourself. <laughs> right? No, literally. Yeah, that's such a good, yeah. Their I love charts that. are really that's fun. That's a good point. I really, I'm yeah. so happy for them. I feel like they really, they got in and then out in the chef's kiss. The timing was yeah yeah and i i might yeah. be making it sound way more sad than their reality is they probably just maybe don't give a fuck but i yeah looking at this chart and just kind of talking about them even in this capacity heather i'm like god i wish i knew them like i really feel right? like we're really like missing out we don't get to like i know we lost our chance because of how the media treated them um but yeah, I know. I fascinating know. I'm girls. Still holding out yeah, fascinating yeah, little twinsies. Yeah. Oh, love them so I much. Really love, love them, them so much. <laughs> Mary Kate, Ashley, come on the pod. Come on the pod. Bring Elizabeth <laughs> and the brother. Um, yeah. <laughs> the brother, the mom, the dad, please. And the mom. Yeah. All of them. Be, fa be <laughs> a fabulous time. <laughs> Not the cast of Full House. No. I don't want to talk to them. Uh, what a fabulous, fun chart. Yeah. Technically, <laughs> I know it's it's two charts, but. They really are just mm -hmm. one chart. It really, I love Mary Kate yeah. and Ashley. Oh my God. I love Gemini season. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm oh, that out. is something that I wanted to <laughs> add was that when, uh, I, I feel like a common debate in astrology, especially for people who want to bash astrology and come up with arguments against it is the right. whole twin thing. Like, well, if twins have practically the same chart, but then their personalities are so opposite, how do you make sense of that? And from my experience, I actually grew up with twins who I was very close with, and uh, their rising signs are arguably different, but uh, I feel like, you know, there's mm. something, and I, and I think it fits the theme of Gemini, there's something about, like, you can have the same energy.
energies and there's so many different ways to express that even when you're born with the same parents yeah. had the same upbringing went through the same shit yep like yeah like yep. twins and and I think that's a thing with twins is that they almost naturally want to explore the different expressions I I, I don't know I think that it's common that there's right. one twin that's a little bit more outgoing and one that's a little bit more reserved um and right well, because it's always and it's like that idea of like um, mm-hmm. people are multifaceted. And also, I think with twins, um, even if it's not you're so addicted to finding yes. your individualism mm-hmm. when you're a twin that even maybe I, I that that can't not also warp your personality and maybe make you choose a yeah. directly different path yeah. than what your twins doing sometimes or just like. Like, obviously, twins mirror each other a lot, and uh, twins talk about they have, like, mm-hmm. telepathy with each other a lot, but I've always found it, like, it's also a lot of twins that I have come across or do know, their individuality mm-hmm. is so important to them um, that it's, like, yeah, how can I, I – to me, it just – it makes a lot yeah. of sense with twins that, of course, if you're going to ever see – do identical charts sort of challenged or like expressed in different ways. It's almost like you're going to experience that with twins because there's that like ability to be able to stretch to such a opposite end of the spectrum of your own sign because your twin may be occupying, occupying like one section at a time. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm articulating this well. Yeah. I think that it's, that's the thing with astrology is that like none of these energies are so pigeonholed. Is that the correct word? I I, like, so Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, no, you can't really no. box it all. Even um, when you have the same exact chart, that's like there's the point. many different ways you can express yeah. express it. Yeah. But it's still that same Absolutely. core oh. energy. Yeah, I love it. Right. And that's like, because even the twins I do know, exactly, they'll be so different, but and but they're, it doesn't take away from the yeah, fact right, how alike right? they are too. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, of course your personality probably can't not be affected yeah. by the fact that you're a twin and that you're trying to find your own individuality yeah. while being a twin, but at, the, at your core. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel twin. like it's a good takeaway for Gemini season to think about how you can yeah. express yourself differently while still staying true to yourself. Like how you can tap into those opposite extremes of your personality. I think that this mm-hmm. is a time to do that. And that's like, yeah, yeah. Last thing I'll just also add to it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. yeah. You got me all excited. But, like, that does just right? feel very Gemini. I don't feel like Ge- Gemini is an air sign in the way that it's not really mm-hmm. addicted to control. Uh, it's able to be free. Mm-hmm. It's able to go with the flow. It's able to adapt. Gemini of any sign is like, yeah. I like the flow. Mm-hmm. I'm someone who thrives in flow. Or, like, because it's so adaptable, it's like, why wouldn't, why right. would I be afraid of flexible. change or something new? Um, and then also, it's like, I don't feel like Gemini is ever trying to connect from a place of like, these are my beliefs and you should no. ad- adopt them and have them too. Gemini is like, I would love to know your side of things or I would, l- I, I want to understand exactly. different perspectives. It's a very like come as you are sign in the way though, that it's like, that's, that's such a human, human connection at the end of the day, you're a human, but it doesn't mean you're not really super different from a mm-hmm. completely different other human. Right. Like, and like, I feel like Gemini, the beauty in that is Gemini really loves like, loves the multifacetedness. Gemini loves that people are different in their individuality, but yet we're all the same yeah. in the way that we are human. Right. And like, I, I think Gemini's that's also a really, you just made me think yeah. of that Heather and I wanted to share because I really love that sort right, of symbolism. Right. Yeah. Well. No, you, you articulated that really well. We're exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and being curious and, and just going with the flow helps us see yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ah, gorgeous. And what that, Heather, speaking Mm -hmm. of going with the flow and staying curious, what do we got? What do we got? So Mars just entered Leo recently and Mars has been slowly coming along yeah taking her taking sweet, her sweet time, time around the zodiac huh? she was or he i guess mars is masculine mm-hmm. whatever no gender mars was <laughs> retrograding oh, <true>. uh <laughs> in uh i was gonna say the 12th house but that's just for me mars has been retrograding in gemini for a really long time then it finally went into cancer and it's just it's way slower compared to the other personal planets it's just like taking its sweet ass time now it's right. finally in leo where it's in fire, so it's it has a little bit more oomph to it. You know, Mars is the initiator. It, it wants to take action. It wants to do yes. things. So now that it's in fire, yeah. I think we finally have that that ability. It, you know, we're and Mercury's out of retrograde, so it's time to put our money where our mouth is and to actually get shit started. Um, yeah. Yes. With that being that. said, we also have this full moon in Sagittarius, which we'll talk about next episode too. It's uh, on June 3rd. So next Friday, right oh. after the next episode comes out, but we're prepping for it and it's going to trine this Mars in Leo. So we have two fire signs. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think that it's interesting. I think that the full moon in Sagittarius it wants us to see things in a new way from a higher perspective. You know, Gemini can be very in the immediate environment, like I was saying earlier, and Sagittarius takes those same that same ability to like think in a in a Gemini kind of right. critical, curious way, but it takes it broader. So and coming off of the Taurus new moon, it's not like we're coming off of a Gemini new moon, we're coming off of a Taurus new moon. I think right. that this is uh Taking what we learned about our values, right, our our values from the Taurus new moon and bringing that into the Sagittarius full moon and creating new life philosophies based on that. And then with this Mars and Leo having the courage to actually start something based on that new value system and your new life philosophies. Um, Yeah, and and both Sagittarius and Leo, you know, they both deal with courage. They both deal with like... Just having that that bold uh, confidence to to really do it and not overthink. But Gemini overthinks, so I don't know. I feel like this episode I've been like talking in circles and all over the place. Maybe that's what Gemini's effect well, has on me. But no, I yes, it's yeah. like the complexities of, and it really is important for me to to I I at a, a lot of the signs I've been really looking forward to Gemini because of its rep that it gets in the astrological yeah. universe, so to speak. Um, and I don't, no, I don't like either. what people say I think about it's it. annoying. Um, I think it does not get enough credit for being yeah. a fucking awesome energy. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it's also just so against us. I think this is exactly what, what, what we're learning. Like it pisses me off. I love astrology. I feel like I, and I love knowing a lot about each or like a little bit about each sign. Like I don't just study astrology and know my sign. Like it's, it's, I've worked really hard Mm -hmm. in my studies to get the other aspects of the signs down. And it's so heartbreaking when someone tries to put you in a box because of your sign, because if you actually study astrology and you're actually interested in it, you are, you should understand that first things first it's yeah, a complex yeah. motherfucker. Like they're never just being that in your sun sign doesn't 
really have shit to do with shit about certain houses that you hit certain aspects and like placements that you have that maybe drive something so much bigger and that's why it's so fun and so to like box it or to just be like this is the same with like all Gemini's is always so frustrating for me because if there's anything I've learned I know I know and I catch Um, my which is why right, my Pisces exactly, ass loves it. Exactly, exactly. Pisces and Gemini. Yeah, I, I think that um, mm-hmm. I so agree. And I catch myself sometimes making sweeping generalizations just in a like conversational, like often trying to be funny kind of way. But then I always try to check myself because yeah, right. it's like, you know, I have my opinions about Capricorns, but then like all the Capricorns I know are so different. Like it's, it's you can't, you can't generalize. You really yeah. can't. It's not fair. And yeah, if anyone's allowed to make jokes, Heather, you are because of how much you actually study it. And because like you're the last person I know to believe Thank that you. to be true. I'm just saying like you, you are allowed to make the jokes. It's those beginners who are trying to be closed minded about Ugh. it that I can't stand. <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, it's a beautiful time. And I love everything that we've been reminded of or for what this season brings. I love, I'm loving this energy right now and being in it. It's mm-hmm. only like a day old. Um, yeah is there sorry is there did I stop you is there anything else um on the horizon that you wanted to talk about that I'm no, sorry no I, no I just no realized, like tangent I yeah tangent no no you're fine not really I mean um at the end of the month the sun in Gemini is going to square Saturn in Pisces and you know mm. sun sun Saturn squares are not the most fun but there's always something there's always a positive to to all of these aspects um and yeah that's an interesting that's happening on May 28th it's closing out the month of May and uh mm. the sun in Gemini you know it's like about conscious awareness and thinking it's very cerebral but then Saturn in Pisces is the the earth planet and in the sign of Pisces it's like trying to bring right. the most idyllic life into reality so we might have new insights Mm. in our in our brains with the gemini and the the sun and gemini the consciousness about uh how to make our idyllic lives come true but it's a square so it's not like a harmonious aspect it's sort of like something might happen that is like a something's not clicking and that's what brings the awareness does that make sense yeah interesting yeah or that's something that's there could like, be like a exciting. bump in the road at the end of the month but that brings a newfound sense of clarity yeah. around how to make your dreams come true I, you yeah. know no yeah well and you talked about this i want to say it was last episode heather too and now i'm forgetting what exactly it was in reference to but that there might be like a choice right which is just, yeah yeah like, i think that that's going to be a theme throughout this month and again that's mm-hmm. that duality and some yes and sort of like maybe choosing between or yeah, opportunity. yeah i'm feeling really that now what i was talking to you about before we started recording yeah. i feel like i'm gonna have to make a choice <sighs> but that's fun yeah and it and but it also is like I think one of the most beautiful things to remember too about like making choices. And this was something I used to put, mm-hmm. not that you're doing this at all, Heather. I just think I used to be so focused on like, Oh my the God, what if I'm making I a detrimentally like bad decision? And then you just get reminded. And I think it's with growing and I think it's with trust. And I think it's also maybe just with my own personal expansion mm-hmm. of spirituality, getting into astrology. And like, I know a lot of this resonates for you. I'm sure a lot of it resonates for the listeners, but like, you never, you don't ever not take yourself yeah. where you go. And like, so whatever choice you make, yeah. you follow. And there's something really beautiful about trusting yourself. And even if, and to not be so focused on 
did I make the right choice or not? It's more about what am I going to do with the, what am I going to do with the consequences of this choice? How do you, how you react to that, how you handled that is always going to be what is most important. And you take you wherever you go and you've gotten yourself here this far, honey, you know, and not just talking to you, Heather, just like in general, but like, yeah, it's a really beautiful thing to be reminded of that. Like there's really no such thing as a wrong choice. Um, you're always Literally, allowed to pivot. No. You're always allowed to redirect. You're always allowed to out, like allowed to pull over, ask for directions. You get back yeah. on the highway and go the other way. I like, know nothing's the end of the world. Not to, not no, to be Gemini about it, said- but like, it's not that serious. Uh. <laughs> I love that you said that, but kind of, there's a beautiful reminder to Gemini of like, yeah, none of it really matters in a way that not to sound so like, it's just like, there, Gemini has this sort of like uh, I feel like Gemini brings out a more of like totally just trust the yeah. process it's yeah. okay it's just life in a way that's For really sure. healthy I don't no. mean that like disrespectfully like it's really nice to be reminded that like we're really little yeah I'm, just I'm gonna try this thing this now and maybe it'll thing. work and, like, and maybe it'll lead to something else you know it's, it's a refreshing yeah. fucking reminder totally. yep mm-hmm. and that's like I'm excited to take that with yeah. me uh, through this season um, and all year yeah. long it's just it's it an is. exciting time, y'all. That was that beautiful. That was beautiful. Heather, I, I really saying. loved what you just said. <laughs> Thanks. No, yeah, it's talking about me, Heather. No, just kidding. I'm like, thank you, Heather. That was beautiful. <laughs> thank you for setting me up for that. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, I just uh, truly, Heather, you know this already, but I'm a broken record at this point. The way you articulate this shit for me and the way you make my brain work and process and think, like, it's really, it's such a again yeah exactly Gemini <laughs> sisters just kidding um it's like the succession disgusting brothers um just had to give a little of shout course, out to Alex and at the end of course her and of course taylor swift um always um my my key points to hit on this part um but yes oh just thank you so much heather for your wisdom and your time and hanging out and your friendship it is gemini season after all so i gotta i gotta overly emphasize how much i uh, love same literally one of my favorite people to talk <laughs> to in the entire world because i can talk bitch Ooh, i could talk and listeners you know that and you know because of that we'll be right next back week. next week <laughs> happy gemini happy season gemini. bitches keep it light infinite abundance, infinite abundance. Baby. Bye. keep it light Keep it like, keep it fun, like silk chiffon, bitch. Love you. Bye. Bye.